0: Quarter past ten, very nearly for a Thursday morning, and Steve Vine's joining me now. Before we get into the stuff that we've got on our agenda today, do you, what do you think of this thing about, you know, journalists, newspapers publishing really graphic, horrible images? Yes. Um, it's Some things we should see for the sake of news, and some things we really don't need to see.
1: I, 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 I think this is actually a really, really difficult one. Because, I mean, for example, you know, should people have shown images of the aftermath of the killing fields in in, in Cambodia? Um, some of it was just unbelievable. unbelievable. Should people have shown um, images of the concentration camps after they were liberated? Hmm. You know, on the one hand, it's... Horrible. I mean, it's just unbelievably horrible. But on the other hand, you you do feel that people need to know what's happening. Now, then you that's at the mass level, and I, I I've, I've I've actually thought about this a bit, and I, I do understand why it's done mass What about at an individual level? If somebody a person is killed in a horrible way hmm. or has a terrible accident, I'm a bit squeamish about that. I really because what does it tell you? I mean, there's crimes against humanity, like the Holocaust, like the genocide in, in, in Cambodia, which people need to know about. But, you know, just to give an example, and it's not a specific one, someone falls off a cliff, and you know what the body is going to look like at the bottom of it. Do you actually need to see that? I'm, I'm on the whole thinking you don't.
0: Mm, absolutely. But, I mean, there was, one, there was one particular image in the SCMP this morning.
1: Uh, well that, oh, well, that was beyond... Beyond horrible. And if we've got any young listeners, parents, can you turn off the radio now? <clears throat> it was a picture of Regina in hot pants. In hot pants. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you know, just I was eating breakfast at the time and I can tell you, if you've ever seen Toast Curdle, that's what happened. That is... that Yeah, I, just, I, I think that was beyond and beyond, don't you? I don't think we should even be talking about no, it. No, no, we shouldn't. They're, parents can switch back on the radio now. But in other news... And in other news... Well, now in other news, you've got to gotta laugh. So, in other news, the stock market went through the roof and there's all these people going, oh, stock market gone through roof. And then you've got tourism down tourism down. So now wait a minute, as soon as the tourism figures go down, up pops the usual sort of, Well, you know, it's Only all me. it's it's all to do and, and there was a tall fellow, um 689 somebody or other, um standing up and said, oh "Well, you know, that's all to do with these people demonstrating and you know, it's all very terrible." He didn't say and I'm slightly mystified, "Well, thank God for the Democrats, you know." and their activities in LegCo, which force the stock market up. Because if all events in the economy can be attributed to the Democrats, surely when when the market goes up, that must also be a product of their incredible... I guess so. I mean, the logic is that... Or does it only work when markets go down? But let's take this a step further. They're saying that the visitor arrival figures in Easter, or the Easter Qingming period, were down. Now, that's strangely for the government, that's actually factually accurate because they've got figures for that, is how you interpret it. But, you know, the whole emphasis now is are we going to get the tourism board to go into the mainland and say you're welcome? And they've got a really good idea. Now, you wouldn't have thought this because you just ain't that smart. No, I don't. But apparently they're going to describe Hong Kong as a shopping paradise. Have you ever heard Smuggling that before? Smuggling paradise. Have you ever get heard that it right. That Use before? the right words. Yes. So, and, and you're just thinking, well, hang on, isn't there a whole world... I mean, it is true that people are being put off from coming from the mainland. Maybe they don't like being ripped off in shops. Maybe they don't like people demonstrating against. Them. This is all entirely understandable. But on the other hand, what's happened to the global tourism effort? I mean, Hong Kong used to have hordes of Japanese visitors. Well, maybe we still
0: do. Maybe they're just not talked about
1: because they don't count. They don't count. Oh, sorry.
0: I mean, what about jo- what about Joe Aussie? What about Perish the Thought? Somebody from Wales. Well, I think if that's, you're going uh, to talk,
1: you're going too far now. I know. If you're gonna I don't talk really tourists. think we want Welsh visitors. <laughs> if you're going to talk tourists, mean it. Yes, mean, mean it. it, and mean it. And if we're going to talk international tourism, you know, I mean, the, I, I just kind of feel that that this own this sole reliance on visitors from the mainland. I mean, it's an obvious source of visitors because guess what? It's next door. But there is a bigger world out there. There is a world of people with lots of money in America. Well, why, not, why not
0: come clean and talk about it in these words? I,
1: what does it say? tourism? You don't hear. You don't even hear it mentioned. I heard all these tourism experts yesterday, and they were on the television, so it must be true. Mm. Some of them were speaking as well. Which channel were they on? <laughs> we'll come on to that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll come on to that.
0: But because um, one of them like,
1: "You'll do. Get yeah, on." Yeah. Yeah who are you well, oh, never mind we can't pay you yeah we certainly can't pay you <laughs> yes. um so you know I, what what is happening i mean what is wrong with having a global tourism effort i mean they, they talk the talk they say oh yes but we attended the the, the tourism fair in little Neesden, okay. and we had a poster up there and and you know that shows that we've got global tourism effort but you know Uh, we we all know it's not serious, they've just ticked boxes and they've just been off on a free flight to somewhere to uh, put up a poster Hmm. you know, I I mean it is extraordinary the extent to which Hong Kong, as a tourist destination, is disappearing from the global map it's only on the map of of people from the mainland
0: so the the, the, the headline this morning is CY Leung blames anti-parallel trade protests for alarming drop in Hong Kong tourism well, those guys aren't tourists they're not they're shoppers. They're whatever you want to call them, but they yeah. sure as hell aren't tourists. Yeah, I
1: know. I mean, it, 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 it's... So where's it's, the it's, connect? I know. I mean, it's just... I mean, it is just such a mess. And the problem is that CY Lung, in particular, wants to politicise everything. You know, he wants to make universities more politically compliant. He stuffs all his advisory boards with political nonces. Uh, I shouldn't use that <laughs> word. Um... um Friends, um, and uh, generally he's a very good fellow, and I don't know why anybody's <laughs> criticising. I really don't. It's an absolute disgrace. And um, uh, yeah, back to tourism, and and you know he cannot miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity like to, to score what he thinks is a cheap political point. So as I say, um, we are waiting for CY Lung or the Financial Secretary to say thanks to the tactics of the Democrats in Ledgeco, the stock market soared by almost four percent yesterday, but i 'm still waiting i don 't maybe it was on a bulletin, and I missed it,
0: yeah, yeah, interesting stuff though, because you know when you when when people in general go touring yeah i don 't think they always want to spend wads of cash, they just want to have a holiday. Why do you think people in 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 general, if you were the other side of the world, why would you want to come to Hong Kong? because
1: it 's a fun place yeah, and why not end end of story. Story? you know i mean they they 're kind of The thing is, because of this political correctness, they are timid about... This is in all things, but they're timid about promoting Hong Kong as a distinctive entity from the rest of China. I mean, what... And then we're told
0: in the news that, do remember, remember who's running the show. Yeah, But, but,
1: but what is the real reason people used to come to Hong Kong? And the real reason why you got international tourism, it was because you could go to China without having to go to China. In other words, you could get in easily. There's not all the visa restrictions there are to get into the mainland. You were unlikely to get food poisoning if you went here. You would be exposed to Chinese culture. It was... China light, but China more acceptable. Now, I China know. China light without the power. <laughs> I've got shares in that company. You watch what you say. <laughs> um, um, but, it, you know, this is the brutal fact of the matter. People came here for the China experience without having to undergo the real thing because they didn't want the real thing. Now, if the tourism promotion people were serious, maybe they would address that. Because it's a good motive. It is a way of being exposed to Chinese culture, Chinese We food. can't
0: do that because that undermines...
1: One country, no system. All that stuff. Yes. <laughs> I know, I know. And it may be in defiance of basic law. Clause 732, look it up. Exactly. Yes, and Maria Tam, while so we're at it. So maybe the look word
0: tourist is wrong. Maybe it, it's just the words that are wrong here.
1: Can we use visitor? Visitor, yeah. Visitor. Well, some, something like that. Let's cool. use visitor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, think about it. If... Is... Are are they reaping what they sow? Less mainland tourists, you know, because you've alienated people from the other side, all the other corners of the world, in favor of mainland tourists. So surely this is logic. This is going to happen. Yeah.
1: So why not? um, I mean, you know, I I, just by the by, I think the protests against mainland visitors, although I can understand where they come from, I just think they're wrong. But that's by the by. What I do think is that if it is a fact that 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 there are. Diminishing number of people coming from the mainland. If you had the smallest iota of sense in your brain, you'd say, Well, all right, we've got to deal with that, but we've also got to do something about the rest of the world.
0: You know, it's not in people's imagination that very often mainland tourists behave badly here. And I was reading yesterday, I mean, that's no secret. It's no secret. It goes back thousands of years. Uh, And I was reading something yesterday about a new penalty system they're apparently going to bring in in China. How they police it, I don't know. But the point is this they realise they're fully aware about men behaving badly in Hong Kong. Yeah. It's going to be something like, you know, you won't be allowed out for two years if you get reported for this. It obviously, it won't work.
1: It won't work, but on the other hand, you, you, you have to make the point. I mean, I, I, I come from Britain, where Brits behaving badly abroad is actually... Um, well, oh, they're known, awful! There is a well-known it's not, it's not phenomenon about that. And, in fact, there's, a, there's a, a town in Spain, did you read about this? Which is, which is... Isn't it actually... Brad, it's, it's it's a so-called one of those party towns on the Costa Brava. Benidorm or somewhere, somewhere right, like Torre that. And, and, and it's not exactly banning um, Br- young British tourists who, who apparently sometimes drink to excess. I find that very hard to believe, but that's the allegation. Yeah. But they've decided to cease all promotions in Britain because they feel that they're getting the wrong sort of people coming over. You know what? And they want their town back. They want their town back, Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. And that's what people in Hong Kong, you know, it's all very well jumping up and down. And I'm, as I say, I don't think these protests are a good idea. But you've got to understand where they come from. People feel that Hong Kong is losing its identity, is being swamped, is being subservient to this horde of, of, of visitors and. People are going, you know, I live here. I want this to be my home. Notice, That's very understandable. You notice
0: something, though. A lot of, a lot of countries and towns Ow. and cities in Asia have almost completely given up their own identity to tourism, yeah. i.e., everywhere you go. Now, Hong Kong isn't a real two and eight here because it doesn't know whether it wants to be Hong yeah. Kong or a tourist destination. Well, well, the, the successful ones go totally
1: tourist. What you're, you're talking about is particularly re- resort areas yeah. in Asia. But, but the point is, Hong Kong isn't really big enough to have a, a sort of. Resort Don't mention, area. That, otherwise, one will be built. Uh, well, that's right. Um, yes, it, it, a resort be, hub. Hub. it be exactly. it be called <laughs> holiday a holiday hub. hub. Holiday hub. <laughs> yes, we're going to have a holiday hub. We're yeah. we going to put it in. Um, anyway, well, we're not, but yes, we are. But anyway, but the point is, Hong Kong ain't really big enough for that. Yeah. So that what happens is that they tend to descend on the Northern New Territories, and Northern New Territories isn't really a tourist destination. It just happens to have shops selling milk powder and, and the like. That's true. That's true. And that's true. what it is. That's true. Yeah. That's anyway,
0: it cracked me up. Another, tom- another form of tourism is, of course, medical tourism, which is very, very popular. And I remember some years ago going, you know, people going to Thailand and, and various places. Are. Because, apparently, fantastic work, or for, it doesn't cost so much, etc., etc. And some bright spark in the <coughs> Hong Kong administration said, no, we can do this. Let's make Tung Chung a medical tourist hub.
1: Ah, that would work. Ah, that would work. And, and, Chung and, versus and, <laughs> and you've seen that happening, have you, a lot?
0: Actually, you haven't.
1: Oh, no, that might be along with the... Food trucks. Food trucks, which ain't going to happen. <laughs> they won't be uh, allowed
0: to stay in one place until a bloke with a clipboard comes clipboard. along. The man with
1: the clipboard will actually have to be standing on top of the cooking fat, sizzling away. Yeah. And then there's... Uh, well, I mean, talking about that hasn't happened. That you, you know the great medical insurance scheme? Have you seen that? Where, what happened to that? You know, all of these grandiose schemes don't work because they're thought up by the bureaucrats, you know, when they get out of bed.
0: The Cure on RDHK Radio 3 with Boys Don't Cry, twenty two eleven still in with Steve Vines. Now, you turn your back for five minutes, boom, there's all this talk about anti-independence and independence and this, that and the other. And you're like, where did that come from? And I'm thinking to myself, has somebody somewhere
1: been talking just a little too freely about Taiwan? Well, I'm not sure. Well, it could be that. I mean, I I think what we've just heard on the bulletin that, that CY Leung has said that they're not going to have um, new legislation about this. What would it entail as well? Do you know? Well, I think I do know. That's the point. Go on. I think what they're trying to do is is cause precisely the confusion that is being caused. So they're, they're sort of now saying, oh, all this talk about democracy is equal subversion, Bad. equal separatism, and if we can convey an overall impression that Hong Kong is being engulfed by these subversive forces, we've got a better chance of persuading them that the very wonderful North Korean style of elections which are being proposed for Hong Kong is, is, is the least bad. Of, they're not actually pretending it's the best alternative, but the least bad of all the alter- alternatives available. And I think that this is quite deliberate. This isn't just entirely out of the ether. I think it's part of... The anti-democrats have got very, very smart recently... You know, who would Adam and Eve it? They, 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 they don't have a track record for being very smart. It, it, it's been in the past, we'll use the blunderbuss, you know, if you don't do this, we'll crack a few heads open. But now, they're, they're creating a whole siege atmosphere in which it's being said that if the Democrats, you know, don't go back on their principles and won't vote for this, as I say, North Korean-style election system, all of these anti, you know, uh, all of these subversive forces will be um, released, unleashed on Hong Kong. Oh, and by the way, there's, there's the danger of, of uh, separatism. The number of people in Hong Kong who are campaigning for Hong Kong to be an independent entity, you could probably fit in this studio and and people who haven't been in the studio will know it's not that big. It's not that nice either, to be honest. But that's another question which we, we, we don't want to go into at this particular moment. But the fact of the matter is, it's very few people. It's a complete non-issue. So that now that we've heard the chief executive, and this is the clever thing, you always, you, you, you always say, I'm definitely not going to do this and I'm definitely not going to do that. Well, for example, um, we, we, among the things that the chief executive definitely um, said he's not not going to do is yeah. not not going to stand for election, if, unless people re-election, election <laughs> I use the word lightly, uh, you know, less people behave themselves. So it, it is interesting. I mean, what what depresses me is not so much that the that the anti-Democrats have got smart, at least at a tactical level, but that the Democrats have been so appalling at um, being smart in, in, in response. I mean, take this proposal that, that's doing the rounds at the moment. This is the proposal for there to be a massive petition to force the Democratic um, legislators to, to vote for the North Korea-style election system. Now, they're saying, you know, these people should listen to the people. Instead of saying to them, instead of saying to the people who are organising this position, well, we're glad you've finally cottoned on to the idea that a referendum is a good idea. I tell you what, we'll join it. We'll, we'll go along with this. Oh, but by the way, if you find that a majority of people don't support these proposals... You will, of course, ensure that the anti Democrats also vote against them, because what you're saying is the only people who are forced to follow majority opinion are the Democrats. So if majority opinion is indeed against these proposals, come on, boys, we'll put our jobs on the line if you'll put your jobs on the line as well. Wouldn't that be a smarter response to say, "Oh no, 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 we're going to we're going to trigger by elections." You know, the thing that failed in the past as a tactic, so we'll we'll do that again. Um, it's time for the Democrats to think a bit smarter. I'm not saying that, that um, they uh, are totally incapable of thinking smart, but that the evidence is that the anti-democratic camp has got a lot shrewder and a lot more cunning in the way it presents its argument. In fact, there's probably a majority of people in Hong Kong who now believe that white is black and that the main obstacle to universal suffrage in Hong Kong, is the democracy movement. I mean, it's incredible that that, um, that way of thinking has managed to, to spread so widely. But I think that many people now think that. I wonder if there's a duff protest too much
0: going on here. So basically, a DAB guy just started talking about the introduction of an <laughs> anti-separatism law. One bloke sort of says it in some public place or whatever he did. And the next thing you know, you've got an official edict
1: so, yeah. You know, no, the, no, well, I, that's why I the think... The action it, I reaction think it, is out of whack there. No, no, I think it's coordinated. I, I don't... Nobody... For, the DAB, you've got to hand it to them. This is a disciplined organisation. This was Chen Yu-Tung, I think, um, suggesting that um, uh, we needed this legislation. He would have been told to put it up. Lawrence Maher. Oh, sure. oh, Lawrence... Well, no, the, the, both of them, actually. Okay. La, La, yeah, La, yeah. Lawrence Maher is, is the lawyer. But, um... Uh, I think they would have been told to float this to put it out there in the public um, in, 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 in the public domain so that they can have this discussion so that they can somehow blur this discussion into that of the way forward for constitutional development, mix it all up and create this sort of cloud, very dark cloud of doubt over yeah. the whole debate it- I guarantee to you these boys are acting under orders, because it's a very highly disciplined party.
0: Let me just give you a couple of lines from our news broadcast here. It sort of smacks a bit of the foreign forces thing, and we'll tell you at an appropriate time. Here we go. Quote, Speaking in Wuhan, Mr Lung said the vast majority of people don't want independence for Hong Kong, but there were signs that a separatism movement is growing. Doesn't that remind you of that? At the right time, we know, and we'll tell you. Yeah. Okay, what are the signs? What, what, what are
1: they? Speaking from Wuhan, you know, the CY Lung's going to visit Hong Kong. He's going to play an official visit to Hong Kong soon, <laughs> when he's not on the mainland. Well, yes, what are those signs indeed? I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, where is the evidence? You, 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 you just very quickly referred to it. But where is the solid promised evidence that we've been told exists? And apparently it's so good that it can be talked about at regular inf- intervals of foreign intervention in the occupation movement. I assume that if the evidence is there, they might let us see it, but we ain't, seen, we ain't seen one word of it so far, except for, oh, there was an article in a newspaper in, you know, in Wagadougou, and that proves, therefore, that these people came out in the streets. You know, that's the kind of level at which this operates. But the point is, if you create a big enough black cloud, you can shove all sorts of things into it, and that's what's being done, and I think they're actually very skillful at doing it.
0: All right, then. Let's
1: turn the page. All this stuff about,
0: apparently, the RTHK TV boys going off to run ATV.
1: Yes. Now, that's very interesting. Um, you, you, you've you told RTHK... No. ...the government that um, Analog is dead, therefore... Um, you remember all that equipment you used to have at RTHK to... to, to Transmit Oh, they've You've still got, got it. I no, no, <laughs> no. Apparently not.
0: You, you work over there.
1: No, they haven't got the shh. transmission. Shh. No, you're, oh, talking, about ga- you, you're talking about the gas cameras. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm talking about the actual transmission equipment. RTHK was yeah. told to get shot of it. So at the moment, RTHK cannot physically broadcast. On the two, or on the vacated, or what will be vacated, ATV channel, it in cannot, the medium term, in the medium term, or yeah. the long term, or the short term, <laughs> for that matter, because there ain't no gear to do it. Yeah. So um, um, ATV is saying, and you can see them saying this, and frankly, I don't blame them one little bit. Well, you know, you can't automatically assume that the government can take over our analog transmitting equipment. This is this is a prologue to saying, well, you can, but it will cost you. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. There's the technical element of this, but, you know, the idea that somehow doing 24 hours of broadcast is is the flick of a switch So, just shows a fundamental lack of understanding of how the broadcasting industry works, as a minimum. And I gather, I mean, you know, I know we're talking on an RTHK station, so um, take that as a, 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 whatever it is, health warning or a um, declaration of interest or whatever you want, but as I understand it, that when the Bureau made the announcement that RTHK was to take over, uh, or was was to be on standby to take over the ATV um, programming responsibilities, nobody, not a single person from the Bureau, actually bothered to consult anyone at RTHK (coughs) as to whether this was feasible. And when officials from RTHK tried to contact the Bureau, Apparently they were all in Wuhan. They were in Wuhan or in Wagadugu or, or wherever it was, but none of them apparently were available to answer a telephone call. So I'm wondering what, what is going
0: on here. It's just that it's just that. It's a news story. I don't quite understand it. So the whole thing about RTHK moving to Chiang Kai was basically about TV. They wanted yeah. right. So no, you can't have that. But actually, now now go and run a TV station. But you
1: know, do they understand? But you told us no do, before. Do, do they understand? <laughs> for example. What is entailed just in running a television news operation? I mean, let alone, I mean, the whole channel can't be devoted to news, but the resources that are required to run a television news operation... It's massive. Outside broadcasts, cameras... Oh, cameras, people, people. Did you know that on television people appear? You probably don't know that, but they do. I don't. I mean, sometimes you wonder, but they are in some shape or form people. So, you know, the idea that suddenly you press this button, all these people will materialise, all this equipment will materialise, all these planning schedules for programmes will materialise. I mean, this is just utter nonsense. So why did they do it? Why did they do it? Well, I think it's because if you're a bureaucrat, You say, right, we're going to act decisively. Now This is after spending months and months waffling about ATV. You know, they weren't in compliance with their licence, so, you know, it was all, you know, that didn't matter. But now suddenly they've taken a decision and somebody at the top said, well, of course, if we're going to take the decision finally to pull the licence on ATV, we've got to say that we've got a plan B. So they said, oh, yeah, here's plan B. I
0: love it. We RTHK, haven't, haven't,
1: everybody's plan B. We haven't talked to anybody, RTHK, about it, but hey, here's plan B. Yeah, so, do it. So Good we're lads. on top of the job. Us policy makers, we're really on top of the job. We've thought this through for all of maybe six minutes. Yeah. Possibly I know.
0: seven. It's, I mean, it's just, I'm trying to get my head around how it would actually work. I
1: mean, it would be nice to think... That this is a massive opportunity for RTHK to prove itself a, a, as a television station, but you know, if you seriously want, if the government seriously wants to do that, it's also got to seriously want to pour an enormous amount of resources. Right. Let's into go to RTHK,
0: and I don't see that happening somehow. Let's go to the aardvark in the room. It's actually a fantastic opportunity for Ricky Wong.
1: Well, it should be. It should I mean, be. logically. But <laughs> why isn't Ricky Wong? Ah, yes. On the air. Because we're back to politics again. Because for some reason, and it's very hard to tell what reason it is in particular, he hasn't had the, the mandate of heaven from the north. They've simply said, no, we want to give the extra licences to people we know, the son of Li Ka-shing, who, who's very independent, sorry, I mustn't say he's the son of Li Ka-shing, Richard Lee, but he is the son of Li Ka-shing. And, and to the people at wharf because they are trustees. <laughs>